it's Jen Horst, and you are listening to the Behind the Faith podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Behind the Faith podcast. It has been a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a couple months. We had COVID go through our house a couple times, and I am still dealing with some lasting effects. Um, I won't complain too much because I know there's many other more severe hardships out there, but um, my current thing is I can't take deep breaths. So apparently that's a a thing. So if I talk for too long, I have to kind of stop and take a breath and I can't work out too strenuously. So, but I'm not crying about that. (laughs) So anyways, podcast had to take a bit of a backseat and um, decided to try to get back into the swing of things. So it's May 7th, 2022, an absolutely gorgeous day. A lot of people are outside working in flower beds, opening up pools and and just enjoying the sun. So I thought I would do a quick recording here, an intro to a conversation that I had with some friends a few days ago to introduce this new series called And Then There's That. So the introduction podcast will basically speak for itself. It will explain uh, what the series is kind of about. The conversation will basically explain the idea behind the new series called And Then There's That. And there's lots of room for movement for it to morph into something maybe I didn't originally plan, but that's the whole idea. So in this introduction for this series, I have Lisa Bauman. She's been on many podcasts before, and I appreciate her friendship and her perspectives on things. And then we have Amanda Lewis, and again, another great friend and love her humor and her, again, brings another perspective to things as well. And then I've got Jeanette Hiller, who also joined in this conversation. She's been on these podcasts before. Again, another great friend and also childhood teen friend as well. So we've done lots of life together. And as always, I've appreciated her role in my in my life and her perspectives and teachings that she kind of brings into the conversation. So yeah, I'm going to let the intro speak for itself and hopefully it will make sense. And then I'll wrap up a little bit at the end. Here we go. Hope you enjoy. Well, I promised I wouldn't keep you very long. And so I'm going to, I'm going to keep to my word. So thanks for um, entertaining me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she's, She's very needy right now. She's not used to Samantha not being at home. Like Samantha's out West mm-hmm. right now. So she's alone all day. Mm. Oh my goodness. So when we get home, she's pretty, she's pretty needy, but she's cute. So she gets away with it. So, okay. I'll get right to it here. And then, and then if we feel like chatting longer, just because we want to chat, then we can. I haven't recorded a podcast since like, March 10th or something ridiculous like that, but COVID hit and uh, I had virtually no voice and I was coughing and I'm still, you know, regaining energy and motivation to do anything other than, you know, eat and sleep. So anyways, when I was on holidays, well, I guess start back, I was on a walk this weekend and I was reflecting back on the holidays. Um, And Jeanette, you can 
you'll, you'll relate to this when I say, you know, when you're traveling on us highways, you know, you're in the U S because the gigantic billboards, right? Like we just don't have those in Canada, at least not in Ontario. I don't, I don't know if it's in other provinces, but they're massive, right? Some of them are funny. Some of them are quite entertaining and some of them are serious, but they're, they're massive. And so there was one particular billboard. There was like two on top of each other and they were one of the very large ones. And Samantha started laughing and I had, I didn't actually see the billboards, but she explained to me what she saw. And she said the one on the top was an advertisement for a gentleman's club. But then right underneath it, there was an advertisement with some sort of slogan that said something like come to Christ or something with respect to Jesus Christ. And so she was like finding it kind of humorous because of how ironic um, she was struck by the irony of that. Um, And so we laughed about it for a little bit. And then on my walk this weekend, I was thinking about, you know, yeah, it was ironic, but it all, what also struck me about that is the similarity. And I'll explain that further, maybe in another episode, but I'm just going to let that hang there. I came up with this idea of a series called, and then there's that kind of a random title, but so the idea is it was kind of birthed out of these like collisions of ideas and thoughts that from these billboards, but this idea that we have these thought sometimes we we read something and we expect it to mean something it means something else or things that don't belong together at first and then we realize they do or um, phrases or verses that have meant certain things in the past and then become something else to us because of something we've been through or um, a new lens from which we were reading it or understanding it And so I'm picturing just a few podcasts where we highlight some of these verses or phrases that if you mention to anyone, they'll be able to coin it to the Bible. So if you mention it, people would know, okay, that's from the Bible, or that's something a Christian would say. And and it can be a phrase or a a particular verse and, and then have a discussion about how they have maybe either been taken out of context or misunderstood, or we had an understanding about it. And then it's changed based on our life, our season, or just how we've grown in the faith. They can be funny. They can be serious. This is why I wanted to have people as part of the initial conversation, because I wanted to brainstorm what are these phrases or simple verses that come to mind when you think of things that maybe are misunderstood or have been used out of context, or it's a verse that you understood one way at some point and then a new way at another point. I don't want to give you ideas, although I can share some, but I was curious to see like what comes to mind when you think of something that's misunderstood or something that like just has blown your mind in the last couple of years. So maybe I'll just pause. So I, I actually have one and it's um, kind of just weird, <laughs> but perfect. I love it already. Okay, good. <laughs> but an, an old boss uh, who was an unpleasant person um, liked to tell me that um, the clothes that I was wearing was inappropriate because 
it wasn't biblical. It was, you know, how Leviticus, I think it is, talks about um, mixing cotton and linen. And I was like, yeah, that's not really funny. But... Okay. Let's Sorry, I'm on. laughing. <laughs> but, but it was like, he would just, I'm like, that is was so he serious. Why? Yeah. Why, why are we, why are you having, you're mixing fabrics shame on you. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Well, that's and such a perfect like, example. And then I was like, no, no, sorry. Jesus took that all away. Like, you don't have to worry about that anymore. You know, like we're all good. Okay. And he just didn't seem to get it. So he was, I love it. An, like I said, a very unpleasant person. <laughs> he had said a lot of unpleasant things, let's just say. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of the thing that I guess came to mind is like, okay, you, you're just cherry picking something and you're just trying to use it to get my goat, I guess. I don't know. So awesome. I think I have like four, okay. four specifically Con- context, like taking out of context. So it's a pretext. I have a few of those. Um, the one is like, I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord plans to prosper, blah, 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 blah. And understanding that we take that as if it's a promise for ourselves when it's not. Um, I can, he works all things together for good not realizing that that's spoken to a community and not individuals. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, So those are like out of context ones. And then the, um, another one in Leviticus where it's, um, it talks about a man shouldn't dress in woman's clothing and blah, 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 blah. And how we equate that to being a prohibition against transvestites or whatnot when it has nothing to do with that um and it's actually talking about pagan and cult worship but how we'll take that and we'll marry it with something in order to create our own doctrine so there you go those are four perfect i'm sure there'll be more that i get sparked by as i hear oh, for sure that. those will be fun what about what about the one in timothy where um they go on and talk about women not being able to wear shouldn't be wearing pearls and shouldn't have their hair all fancy and all that kind of stuff, right? So mm-hmm. that'll be a hot button one for this well, community so area. I think for me, it would be more things that Christians say that we believe is biblical and it's not. So like God won't give you more than you can handle. Mm. That one is so damaging to my heart um, because there were times where I'm like, ah, I can't handle this. And what the heck, because mm-hmm. something's wrong here. And does that mean I'm wrong? Right. Mm-hmm. And thankfully I went to a smart, smart person that I knew. And I'm like, I'm doing it wrong because <laughs> this is too much. And they're like, yeah, that's not actually in the Bible. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? Cause I'm feeling that everybody one. says that I'm, one. I'm feeling that one. Mm-hmm. Last three years, I don't know. I don't. I don't feeling think it. I can. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling it. Yeah. Oh, those are good. The other one, the other one is the bird one. The bird, like one. the bird one. So God gives the birds the food. Oh, the do not worry. Oh, Just look at the yeah. birds of the fields. Blah blah blah. That one. Have you been to anywhere other than like Elmira? Because people are starving. Right. People are starving in Elmira. And so what the heck the birds get it, but we don't, I don't know. Oh, this is, I like that one. This is going to be fun. I see. I knew everyone would come up with great ideas. (laughs) Great. There'll be more. There'll be more. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I know uh, there are ones that have changed for me where it's like, mm-hmm. that used to mean this. And now it's like, oh my gosh, like you hit the one judge, lest you be judged. Yep. And that one has definitely been one. Um, yeah. I can't think mm-hmm. off the top of my head, but what do you do with, you know, you'll be forgiven as far as you forgive other people. Oh, mm-hmm. whoa. It's going to be hard to narrow this down because I'm not wanting this to be a year long series. Exactly. <laughs> no. Although I think almost every one you embark on is like a year long series. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We'll try. So are you hoping to, what's your hope with it? I'm picturing, and this can morph because it was just a collision of ideas in my head on a walk. So I never really thought much past that, but I was thinking one episode, you would take two or three verses or phrases and have a discussion around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so maybe one theme would be, we would take a look at two or three things that um, are taken out of context. Maybe another episode could be where you've learned something different about a, the words or meaning of a verse. So compared to maybe what you thought two years ago versus now or what, whatever. Um, so a change in meaning or a change in depth of the meaning. Mm. So yeah, a few, two or three yep. each episode. Yeah. And then you and could then- do a third episode of understanding culture, cultural mm-hmm. context and social, right. Novical context yep. and how that informs the passage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jen, I would also say like, there's some positive ones. Like Mm. there are things that I've read before. And now when I read them, the, the vastness of God is so much brighter. Right. Mm. Right. So it's not always like, and that's what I mean by changing in terms of understanding. It can also be, yeah, like a, a positive thing. Like you understand something at a greater depth. Mm-hmm. And you realize, yeah, something that you didn't see previously. So, yeah, it's not meant to be like a. This is all negative, but um, why is it we can like go to those first though? Probably because uh, they hurt us. Maybe like they've left a wound, so mm-hmm. they come quicker than I don't know. I'll just throw some psychology in there because yes, okay. do right. The, the negatives always stick more than the positives. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times Darren could say how gorgeous I am a million times. And the one time he says those pants make your butt look big. That's the one that sticks. <laughs> no, but like dive into that just a little bit for me from a psychology perspective. I know it's true because I've observed it in behavior, but why, why do we do that? Why do we, why do we jump into the negative first? Any, any insight as, as in your, your practice, your, mm-hmm experience i don't know i wonder if it's the way your brain is filing it mm. but i'm guessing because it it's the voice that matches what you truly believe about yourself there you are your inner critic yeah so it's, it's like it's easier to latch on to what you know about yourself or believe about yourself when it's said and it's a lot harder to believe what might actually be true about you, but you don't feel about yourself. So I wonder if it's when it, the words match your experience, it sticks. Mm-hmm. I and don't it's know. validating your inner voice yeah. and your, your inside worries. 
I yeah. am secretly worried my butt is big. <laughs> and you've just affirmed it. And he affirms it and then gives me chocolate so that I'm not cranky. I am no fun and people just put up with me because they have to. Those are my inner. So that gets. Aww. Yeah. Well, it sounds I got like lots of- we need a podcast about the inner critic now, too. We do. Oh, and I when it's loads. validated by the Bible or something, somebody right. says Christian. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Well, that's awesome. There was, um, there was a few more that I had thought of. And so this, this one was kind of on the humorous side. And you might know where you see this sign. And I think it's when you're heading north out of Elmira. For those of you listening, Elmira, Ontario, there, and there's like the you're slightly going up a hill. I think it's on that one. And it says, I think it's the repent. The kingdom of heaven is near. And what's funny about it is as a kid, I remember driving up and you're driving up the hill. Right. And then you're thinking, is it like over the hill? Right. Like it's, it, it, it's like, did they strategically put it in that type of a place? There was a bunch of billboards on the way down to Florida where I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I wonder how effective these are. Right. Right. Like yes. one, like hell is a real place. Do you know where you're going? Yes. Or- oh. I saw that one a few times. Um, what were some other ones where I'm just like, what, what does that portray? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and they were all like the, um, what ministry, uh, we have it here in Canada. It's over in Heidelberg. I was going to say Jehovah Witness, but not. No, it's not. Christian Life Ministries or something. My grandpa used to sort clothes for them. (laughs) Similar sign when we were walking in the evening in Myrtle Beach down to where there's, you know, entertainment or whatever in the big Ferris wheel. And someone was holding up a sign and it was like sinners burn in hell or something to that effect. (laughs) And my daughter and her friend were walking with me and they both looked at me and they're like, do you think that's effective? <laughs> right. Right then I'm like, yeah, I want to hang out and go to church with these people. I was like, yeah. I don't know, smile and nod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, another one I was thinking of be in the world, but not of it. So is mm-hmm. a phrase we often use so we can t- discuss like where yeah. that first comes from and mm-hmm. context and, and yeah. What that meaning, what, what's that meant to you over the years? What did that mean to you when you first, when you first read it? That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like ones like go and make disciples, like, like simple ones, or even like John three sixteen, right? Like those famous verses that most people would know, regardless of their, their religious background, and um, yeah, just some assumptions we make about some verses. And- I will say though, Jen, I didn't know John three sixteen. Like just throwing it out there, the the like verses maybe, that you think- maybe that's more of like in the states everyone would know it, maybe or in the Bible Belt areas, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Um, I guess that's a good thing to note that we assume that some things are well known. And they're not. No, I knew the verse about um, when you're a child, play like a child. But you know that one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because but that was 
that was one that was talked about in like poetry. And so mm-hmm. when I saw that in the Bible, I was like, what the heck? That's where that's from. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's we got some good stuff. Yes. So yeah, I'm thinking I will maybe map out three episodes and then just invite people to join in and yeah, I think it'll be fun. Make sure you have some detours on your map. Oh, for sure. It'll be, it'll be a growing concept map and I love how you get them up with these ideas and then you got a slogan already. I'm like, how, like, that would take me forever in a day. Um, I think I've just learned to roll with it a little bit more. Like it was just on a walk and, and then I thought of the billboard, the gentleman's club, and then it morphed from there. Yeah. But the fact that it morphs (laughs) like that in itself, I think that that escapes you, that that is unique for some people to be like, Oh, mm, this should be that. I think it's uh, what I, I think it's interesting is that I actually come up with a gabillion ideas, but then I never execute them. Mm. Well, see, that's where where people come in, right? Like I've learned that. Give me your ideas and I'll execute them. I can be a visionary, but then, but then they fizzle out unless they catch fire with other people. Right. Mm. And and some won't, and that's, and that's fine. That's why we need a whole church body. That's right. When we talk about the body, that's it. We need the visionaries and then we need the executors and then the finessers. That's right. Mm -hmm. And we need to know that everybody's good and celebrate them all and trust them. That's right. Mm -hmm. Just go for it. Yep. Give them a whirl. Well, we're just going to go for it then. Okay. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Well, that ends the official uh, brainstorming session. Of, the business. And then there's that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. And then there's that. And then there's that. So there you go. That gives you a little bit of an intro for this series. I'm not sure when the first recording will be, hopefully sooner than later. And if you are interested in contributing any verses to this series that you would like discussed, certainly feel free to get a hold of me either through email jenhorse.3 at gmail.com or you can message me directly through instagram jenhorse.3 and yeah we'd love you to track along and until then wherever you are i hope you feel blessed